Hello, and welcome to Grain Insight, a CN update on getting your grain to market. I'm Stacey McCracken, and joining me is David Shednovic, Assistant Vice President, Grain. In this two-part podcast series, we're going to focus on CN's operations in Alberta. David, can you start with a high-level overview of CN's traffic flows in and out of Alberta? Thanks, Stacey. Beyond all the rail traffic that originates and terminates in Alberta, think of all the east-west traffic that runs up and down the main line within the province. That includes all the traffic coming from or heading to Vancouver and Prince Rupert that runs through Alberta and points east. CN moves a ton of traffic along that vital east-west artery every day, and then consider all the traffic converging on Edmonton from the north and south, and you have a real beehive of activity. Then think of all the people that it takes to move all that traffic, from running the trains to maintaining infrastructure to coordinating all the traffic movement. CN has approximately 3,000 railroaders employed in Alberta, and it all comes together at the Walker and Scottford Yards in Edmonton, which is CN's main operations hub in the west. Walker Yard alone processes up to 5,000 cars per day, making it one of CN's busiest rail yards in the entire network, while Scottford is the workhorse for traffic originating in the Alberta heartland. Recent expansions to capacity at Walker Yard include a bypass track built in 2018 to allow more efficient train movements through the yard. In 2019, we built a new track at Scottford to increase yard capacity for our growing business in the area. Can you describe the route the CN mainline takes through Alberta? CN operates over 2,500 rail miles in Alberta. Moving east to west, we run along the Wainwright subdivision from the Alberta-Saskatchewan border to Edmonton. We also have another very important stretch of CN line running east-west between Lloydminster and Scottford Yard right near Edmonton. We refer to this line as the Prairie North Line, or P&L, and it runs parallel to and north of the main line. The P&L, which is part of the old Canadian Northern Rail Network, essentially acts as a second main line, creating network resiliency. As an aside, the Canadian Northern Line reached Edmonton in 1905, the same year that Alberta became a province. It wasn't until the summer of 1909 that the Grand Trunk Pacific's own transcontinental railroad reached Edmonton. Can you take us west of Edmonton now? Stretching west of Edmonton is the Edson subdivision, which is one of CN's busiest stretches of rail track, with all trains departing from or headed to Prince Rupert and Vancouver running along the Edson sub. We run on the Edson west to Jasper, and from there the terrain gets more and more mountainous. The Tete Jaune subdivision takes you towards Prince George and the port of Prince Rupert, while the Albreda subdivision takes you south to Blue River. From Blue River, it's south to Kamloops and the port of Vancouver. Backing up for a bit, at Swan Landing, we also turn north on the Grand Cache subdivision to reach the far western side of the Peace River region, as far north as Grand Prairie and then Rycroft. Back in 2018, the CN Grand Prairie subdivision was upgraded to 286,000 pound gross weight from Grand Prairie to Rycroft, along with upgrades to CN's Grand Prairie Yard, a siding extension, and investments in track infrastructure in Swan Landing. All told, those investments represent a $20 million commitment from CN. Okay, that's the east-west flow. Now let's look a bit more at the rail lines north and south of Edmonton. At Edmonton, we head north on two lines. One takes us into the eastern side of the Peace River region towards Falaire and Peace River. That line runs all the way to Hay River in the Northwest Territories. It's the Coronado and Lac La Biche subdivisions that take CN up to Fort McMurray, providing both inbound and outbound service to the communities, oil upgraders, and the upstream mining and drilling operations feeding those complex operations, along with the transport of associated byproducts. Fort Mac is also home to a CN metals distribution center and a CN cargo flow transload facility. Heading south of Edmonton, we run through Camrose towards Calgary, 
and CN's line reaches as far south as Lyalta and Ram River. CN is also home to CN's Calgary Logistics Park, or CLP. Just nine miles outside of one of Canada's fastest-growing cities, CLP has easy highway access. The fully automated terminal has a container yard, refrigerated container receptacles, and a direct rail connection to Prince Rupert in Vancouver. CN also has CN Automotive and Forest Products Distribution Centers, along with the CN Cargo Flow Bulk Handling Facility. Coming back to the Calgary Logistics Park, in late March, CN, Trilmont Transport, and Captan announced an agreement to develop a multimodal transload facility in the park to be operational in the third quarter of 2024. This logistics facility is designed for transloading intermodal containers originating and departing from Prince Rupert in Vancouver. The logistics facility will provide rail access with a seamless transload of imports to domestic containers and a direct connection for Western Canadian commodities to reload exports. The facility will be equipped with a multi-commodity cross dock, a warehouse, a container yard for storage, and a rail spur directly connected to the facility. Thanks for your time, David. In the second part of this podcast series, we'll focus in on the different rail traffic segments of CN's carload business in Alberta. Thanks for listening to Grain Insight, an update from CN.